Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 Anajar and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. He's so positive. I think everybody wishes in their next life they can they come back as as uh, as Rob, just because he's got such a great personality about him, just his way of being positive, and he's a real high achiever. He's very competitive, and I see the competitive nature, the determination. Like if you're you know when you're down and out, you want him with you, and I think that speaks to him as a teammate, as a person, and um, I love playing with them. You know, he's I've known him for a long time and I'm just so proud of all his accomplishments. He's an amazing guy. And, uh, you know, I know for both of us, we we uh, you know, we were we rely on each other a lot for different things. And, um, you know, I'll be looking for him this Sunday. So that's the most important thing. Ooh. Play Rob Gronkowski. Play Rob Gronkowski to score prop bet. Do you want me to bring that up real quick? How many catches? What's the over-under? Yeah, I wonder. You have that? I can get it We real have quick. so many props, I can't even get through these things. So here's what we're going to do. For the most of the next hour, we do prop bets. Let's get them. You like the prop bets. Can't get enough of the prop bets. Yeah, you like a regular season prop bet. One guy. would call it an addiction. Because <laughs> my wife like would call bets. it a problem. Who comes up with all these prop bets? That's what I want to know. Kuz, you're a prop bet junkie, right? I like getting in on it. You're a prop bet degenerate. Yeah. <laughs> it's my buddy, my buddy Pat, best friend from home. I just still don't know. Two years plus going on the show, I don't have him on weekly. Yeah. Because it would be entertainment. Yeah, yeah. He is like the worst gambler. <laughs> but he likes to gamble. Okay. And one of his favorite all-time bets is simply heads or tails. Oof. I mean, every Super see, Bowl, heads or tails. And you know what else he'll do? He'll do the get the safety in the Super Bowl because it's like plus 20,000 or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So he'll do the safety in the Super Bowl bet. And then the, I think we had one, and I don't think he did it that year. That's how bad of a better he is. Unreal. For I mean, the whole heads or tails thing, I, I, See, it kind of makes sense, though, because, I mean, you got a 50-50 shot, I mean, right? Like, it'd be like going to the red table and, black and saying red and black. Well, that, isn't there a green one, though, too? Uh, there is. Yeah, that. Yeah. It's actually yeah. better than two that. Two green ones. There's just two green ones. See, See two, I blocked these, these the green. The you double zero and zero. I blocked the green out. <laughs> yeah. Because I just don't want any of that bad stuff in my head. No, I remember you remember when I went to Vegas to cover the All Eight Wrestling thing and you, was it red or black? You just told me to put it on. I think we put it on black. Yeah, and we and won. I, we won 50 bucks. Yeah, we did. And you brought my 50 bucks home. I did. I appreciate I that. I lied to you, man. That was like a, that was like the whole trust <laughs> yeah, thing right there. I'm up in Vegas. I've never been, but I'm up in Vegas. <laughs> I, he hasn't shown face before, but it's okay. <laughs> it would have been one of those things if I were out there, I would have been like, yeah, you won. And then I took that money and now we don't have that money. I, by the way, you're not alone, Kuz. It makes you probably a bad person, but eight out of ten people would do the same. Yeah. So. <laughs> so to answer your question about Rob Gronkowski, the over under of receptions prop is two and a half. Two and a half? Minus over. fourteen. Over is okay. Minus one fourteen for that. 
All right, cool. What color liquid will be poured on the game-winning coach? Man. Orange, red, lime green, yellow all exist as one. Clear water, blue, purple. Clear I read them water. in the order of favorites. Orange is the favorite. Top one. Wouldn't you think, though, if you think Tampa – isn't red a great play here? Plus 165, the Bucks and the Chiefs are both Thank red, you. wouldn't you? That's what I'm going with, too. That's what I would say. Now, here's the thing. If And I can't think back to when I was a player, but like, I feel like depending where the – like, okay, so there's – we always – so for the Jaguars, for instance, we had red. But I, I want to say there was, like, different flavors. Like in the in the jugs, like oh. it wasn't all just one color throughout the whole yeah, sideline. Probably some people don't like all the. Yeah, color. yeah. So like we, you got to really figure out like, all right, if the Chiefs win, like where is it coming? You know what I'm saying? Like there's there's a method to the it's madness. True. There's more here. than one Gatorade. Yeah, correct. I would probably, you know what? I'd probably go orange, because you maybe play the, the favorite. Because if no one's drinking the orange, they're gonna dump the full one on Andy Reid or here's what I Syrians. like. See, I, I think these are veteran coaches. Yeah, I'm like hey. Make sure you fill a lot of those up with clear slash water. They're not going to listen, though, Brent. You think Gatorade's going to allow that for the optics? Plus 625, I'll take it. Really? You, you think it's going to be water? You're out of your mind. Well, clear. They have to clear Gatorade. Yeah, but Gatorade's not going to go for that. Gatorade's like, we want yeah. the picture. All right. You're out of your mind. I'm going to try. I'm taking orange. I feel All like right. I've never seen any other color than orange or yellow. Yellow. Yellow's a lot. Yeah. I'm a big I've purple. seen red, actually. I've seen red. I feel too. like I've seen red, but that's I've like... I've seen blue, I feel like, one time. Well, that that would get you now plus 800. <sighs> have oh you seen boy. purple? Get right, we spent way too much but, time on the game. Well, hang on, hang on. I mean, we're we're going to be here for eight hours if we do this. <laughs> okay, you're right, you're right. Uh, who will the Super Bowl 55 MVP mention first in his speech? Teammates? God? Family or family members? City? Coach? Owner? Or none of it? <sighs> See, this depends. Because the MVP is going to be the quarterback, right? If Brady wins it, it's got to be Trump. And he's, is, he, uh, is, he, is he on there? Is he on there? Is Trump on no, there? No, it says none of the above. That's plus 1,600. Go and, go, go and give me none of the above for Tom Brady plus 1,600. I think if it's going to be Patrick Mahomes, his teammates. Neither one thanking God? No, I think eventually there, but like, I uh, think Mahomes. I don't know if I've ever heard Brady thank God. Yeah, because once again. He's going none, none, none of the available. How many times do I want to say Trump on this show? Well, and then isn't Mahomes engaged? So don't you think he'd like family. mention the fiance? I'm going with. No way. Uh, he's mentioned his family. Like you know, teammates by the way are minus one sixty. Here's what's gonna happen. They're gonna be like, Patrick. You played a heck of a game. Take us through it. I mean, ten touchdowns today against Tom Brady. You're the you know you're the you're the baby goat. Maybe they'll say that you're the baby goat. <laughs> what do you attest to? What happened out there? Well, I got to start with my teammates, man. You know, my teammates made it happen. Tyreek had a great cut. You know, like that's what's going to happen. I'm going teammates all day. Hey, here's what I like, okay? A little off script for the city at plus 650. Ooh. Because we love you, Kansas City. Yeah. Bringing this back to – we told you we're bringing it back Tampa. to Kansas City. Tampa. Tampa. You know? You know what? If he says Tampa, does it count? Listen, here's the thing. I think if – If the, it's Tom Brady and he says Tampa, <laughs> that is a – a big oh, no-no. You are no uh, longer the goat, sir. Why not? He might he have trademarked it. He can't say it. No, he Business can't. move. Here's the thing. I think if Tampa Bay wins it, good shot of staying in the city. If Kansas City wins it, they're going with the teammates. That's interesting. I feel like there's a better chance they say it if Kansas City wins. No, no way. Because we, we told you we were running this back, Kansas City. No way. Hmm. All right. Uh, let's see. What else we got? Will any player propose to his girlfriend on the field after the game? Oh. Should have done my research on Instagram a little more to figure this one out. The league is, is younger. Le- the league is younger. Outside of Brady. Um, 
What, what are the odds here? Uh, yes is plus 50, minus 1,000 for no. It's got to be no. I'm going yes. Oh, now this one I'm highly I'm interested in. I'm going yes. Yes. You're going yes. I'm going yes. I'm highly interested in this. What will happen to the price of Bitcoin during the Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> goes up or goes down? Oh, man. You know, goes up is favorite, minus 150. Uh, get are, in. Are, are, we, are we talking? That's we're taking advice Wait. from <laughs> Hey, so are, are we talking all, like, is it just Bitcoin or all cryptocurrency? Here? It says Bitcoin specifically. S- and by the way, Bitcoin run about 37,000 right now. Not bad. Is there a Bitcoin commercial coming out or something? I'm just saying. Is, is, I'm just is, helping. Is, is Robin going to be like, hey, we're sorry for what we did. Uh, yeah. We have Bitcoin. Yeah. That could be. Hey, that, that's not a bad call right there, right? Robinhood does have a commercial plan. They were because, they? because Wall Street really? is trying to fund Are they a Bitcoin holder, though? Robinhood? Yeah. I don't I think sh- so, right? Isn't that more stock? Know. You have to go like different. No, I mean, like, I, have, I have cryptocurrency for Robinhood. Oh, okay. Have, it's just I not Bitcoin. You can do that. Okay. Um. What will happen first in the game? A sack or a touchdown? Oh, touchdown. Yeah, you got to go touchdown. Yes. Touchdown's a favorite by minus 145. Um, what position will the MVP play? Quarterback, by the way, is minus 500, or do you risk something else? No, it's quarterback all Keep day. Keep in mind now, Tyreek Hill had 200-plus yards against the Bucks. Yep. He had 200-plus yards. How much – let me ask you this. How much do you think if Tyreek had, like, 250 yards, the NFL wouldn't want to give him the MVP? Just from who he is? Yeah. Or who he's been. Uh, who he's been. Yeah. I think that warrants attention. Yeah. I, I think that warrants... You think um, people would shy away from that? Because I think so. Because keep in mind now, if Tyreek Hill has like 250, well, yeah. Mahomes then has 450. Correct. So you can still give him... No. Listen, if Mahomes has a big day and Tyreek has a big day, they're giving it to the... With all due respect to Tyreek Hill, but they're giving it to the face of the NFL. So you're Patrick saying Mahomes. there's no chance that... Um, Say like, uh, what what's it for running back? Well, this this is. I'm glad glad you asked that, Coos. Thanks for asking. Playoff Lenny. It's, I was gonna say Lenny. Yeah, it's what, plus he... one thousand. Okay, which shows you where the game of football is gone. <laughs> the fact that a running back, a running back, is plus one thousand. The receiver is plus five fifty, and yeah. the tight end is higher than the running back at plus nine fifty. Kelsey. I know. Man. I understand, no, 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 but, no, no, sure, I you, but it's crazy. It's crazy. That, I'm if, drunk. You, if you took somebody from 25 years ago and you take those odds, you wouldn't even have to explain how football's changed. You just show them this odds. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. It's absolutely insane. A running back is now uh, is now just uh, one plus 1,000. Pretty wild. Who are you taking? Quarterback? Yeah. Got you, right? Oh, here we go. Here comes a Brent Martin well, degenerate special. Well, first of all, I'm not betting on this at minus 500. I know. I'm just saying, though. So who would you take? I would certainly take somebody else, and I'd probably go wide receiver. Okay. I would parlay that with something else, personally. but Good idea. Yeah. You do oh, that? Yeah, you a, parlay that with, like, Patrick Mahomes on the side. Do you think that's going to win? Yeah, Ooh. that's a betting. T- uh, you probably can't do that one. Okay, so the, here it is. Oh, maybe. What will the Chiefs call for the coin toss? Heads or tails? If the Chiefs get it. What's Andy like to do? Tails never fails. You've been there before. What is? Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> I mean, I, what do you, hey, of all the times I've been punched in the head, and of all the games that I played in the <laughs> NFL, hey Austin, what does Andy Reid like to call in a coin toss? I couldn't tell you. Well, I, I would go tails. Listen, I guess. man, if you were a forward thinker, you would know that someday you'd have to put some money on this yeah. thing. Uh, no, I was too busy focusing on selling my Super Bowl tickets. Not you know. But the coin toss. How I would will, say tails. How will Sarah Thomas wear her hair? Who is Sarah Thomas? She's the official. Come on, you should know oh, this. Oh, my bad. 
<laughs> it was it hit the dumb button. My bad. I didn't know that. How, uh, how is she going to wear her hair? Ponytail, minus 500 or up in a hat. Why are we betting on this? Well, because I think this is a good one, too, because it's got to be a ponytail. If I'm the first woman to officiate in the Super Bowl, okay. which she is, mm-hmm. right? I believe. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, then I, I think I'm wearing the ponytail. And I believe I've seen her with the ponytail and, before. And why are you wearing the ponytail, though? Because I want to showcase that even more. Oh, okay. That that you're a woman? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that does no, showcase listen, it more, but I'm just going to... You're speaking for... W- 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 I guess you're speaking for everybody right now, man. No, no, I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? I I'm just going to be like, well, this she's, is... She's, she's gonna got be, it up a lot. I'm seeing pictures she does, right I've now. I've seen it both both ways, down okay. and up in the oh, past. Yeah. Here we go. Well, she's got looks like some flowing locks I just saw someplace. Uh, pony, I don't know. She's I don't know. Up a lot. She keeps it up a lot. That'd be interesting. Here's the other what reason why I keep down? it. Here's the other reason why I keep it down from her. Yeah. Endorsements. Head and shoulders. <laughs> You're always ahead of the game. <laughs> yeah. What happens? So is it what it, she starts out with? Because what, what if it's windy? You're outdoors. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. I would assume it would be what she starts out with. Okay. But by the way, down now you might be up. You just did some research there, mm-hmm. and up is plus three hundred. Down is minus five hundred. This Dude, might not be a bad bet. Up. I, here's the thing. I'm taking up, and I don't know her, obviously. But what if she's like, you know what? I don't want to be like, yes, I'm a pioneer, but I also want to be considered one of the guys. I don't want to put my hair up. To be, no, seriously. I don't want to be like everybody else. I don't want to draw attention to yeah, it. Uh, you could, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, I'm going up. Uh, one last one for now, at least. <laughs> Will Tom Brady an attempt to high-five an official? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. What are the odds of that? Um, I, I would say no. No, I'm saying what are the odds though? Oh, uh, is that not a real thing? No, no, it is. Uh, Uh minus 1500 is no, plus 600 is yes. See, he's a smart guy, man. He might do it again. He tried it. He knew it was a big thing. I've heard crazier odds out there, man. Yeah, that's pretty wild one. Yeah. Uh, hey, Coos, let's take a break. Uh, not a break, but let's, uh, break up our prop bet segment. Okay. With a little... Marcel Robinson and James Robinson. I like it. You talk about Mr. Robinson's neighborhood. This is for real right now. Jaguars rookie running back coming off a fantastic year. Did not win Pepsi rookie of the year. That goes to Justin Herbert, but doesn't take away from 1,400 scrimmage yards. Diamond in the rough for sure the Jaguars have found. And maybe the Jags running back for the foreseeable future. Uh, getting it done behind Trevor Lawrence. Action Sports Jacks, Marcel Robinson catching up with James Robinson this week. We are here with... Jacksonville Jaguars running back from one Robinson to another, James Robinson. How you doing, man? Good, are you? Pretty good, pretty good. So first off, before we kind of get into everything, just kind of let the folks know what you're going into right now. Obviously, this is your first off season as an NFL player. Just kind of tell the folks at home, are you sort of doing any reflection on the season or are you training or how are we doing? I'm I'm in training right now. Uh, not really reflecting on last season. Um yeah, just back training, doing therapy, working on the body still. We've seen it so many times here in Jacksonville. Obviously, you're new to the, to the team and everything, but we've seen it so many times with Jacksonville Jaguars players. We've had individuals come in and have stellar seasons, but for whatever reason, they get overlooked because of the, the lack of the team's overall success. Just kind of tell me, I know, like I said, you're a humble guy, but you're being recognized as one of the top rookies in the game amongst uh, the rookies in this category. You know, Justin Jefferson, you have other rookies that are doing spectacular things. To be kind of mentioned in that group of players as an individual, what does that really mean for you? It means a lot to me. Um, It just goes to show that I didn't really let me being undrafted affect me. And uh, I just went out there and played football and I knew what I could do. 
and I just had to show people, and that's what I did. And uh, when you can play, they can uh, everyone to see it, and uh, everybody uh, start to notice you. You sort of led right into my next question. It's something that you're no stranger to being, you know, overlooked and overperforming, basically. You know, when you were in high school, you balled out in high school, um, and then not many colleges looked at you. And then, of course, you got to Illinois State, balled out there, All-American, putting up major numbers, and then, of course, going undrafted again. This is nothing new for you. This is essentially what you do is, you know, observe and, you know, overcome being overlooked, right? Yeah, um, I know uh, coming out of – a small college, uh, Illinois State. I mean, I knew that was going to be really a knock on me coming out uh, for the draft, and it was. It really doesn't make any sense because, I mean, you got guys like, I think Trey Lance this that's coming out this year, he's up there with the quarterback. So, I mean, it's kind of weird how things work. But, uh, yeah, just me, I didn't really worry about it. I knew that I, I would still have to go out there and play football and, and training camp, um, have to win your one-on-ones and, I was just trying to compete in everything I did and win my one-on-ones and just try to make a big play every uh, time I got a rep on offense. So one of the biggest surprises in Jacksonville was when the team decided to part ways with Leonard Fournette and go with, you know, you and the other running backs we had in the room. First question about that one, I know Leonard wasn't here that long while you were here, but did you guys have time to sort of kind of, you know, develop a relationship or did he give you any knowledge? Um, He gave like mostly uh, all the young guys that were in the room, just, just talking to us about everything. And um, I mean, yeah, it was he wasn't there for that long, so it was a, it wasn't we couldn't build up a really strong one, but uh, yeah, he gave us some advice and everything, just told us to keep our head down, and just keep uh, playing. Now the cool story about you is that, or one of the cool stories, many cool stories about you, but obviously the way you sort of, you know, your journey to the starting running back role, you got, you came in here undrafted free agent, getting limited reps, had to come in, and you've got like the perfect story. You come in, you make your mark on special teams, and you do everything you need to do for training camp, and you get more reps and more reps, and the coaches obviously start to instill, you instill more confidence in the coaches, and they, that was one of the things they said that you came in, you took advantage of every single rep, and grew to you being the starting running back. Just sort of tell me how much of a confidence boost that was from the coaches and also from your teammates throughout the season because you had one of the best running back seasons we've seen here in about two decades. For me, like I said before, just keeping my head down and doing what I have to do. Uh, I know the big thing for me was going in and knowing what I had to do once I got on offense, like knowing the plays and everything. And I know before I got to Jacksonville, I was always training and uh, studying the plays. And um, once I got here, I had a good grasp on the playbook already, and every time we were in the huddle, I knew what I had to do, and I just limited my mistakes, and I knew that was going to be a big thing uh, coming into that. The recognition, not necessarily from the media standpoint, but just from the city, you become one of the fan favorites, obviously. There's plenty of gear and memorabilia and videos being made about you. You're a focal part of this team, of course, and, and just the city in general. How does it feel to have the city embrace you as the fans have done? Um, it's pretty cool. I mean, I just wish we had like a full stadium so we can actually get the full feeling. But I've been feeling the love from a lot of fans. But uh, yeah, I just wish we had that big. We didn't have COVID, obviously. I just wish uh, we had all the fans in the stadium. Have you had a chance to check out the Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood uh, graphic and videos that they've made about you? Uh, I saw the video when the Jaguars put it out. <laughs> I got to tell you, I was a little hurt. Because for the last two years here at, here at Action News, we've been doing a segment called Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood, which is essentially a people-watching segment that I've been doing. And I'm glad you did, but I was a little salty when you came around and stole my neighborhood from me. <laughs>
My bad, my bad. It's all good. You you can have it. You can have it. if you keep putting up numbers that you've been putting up, man. You can have it, and I'll go find a a community down in St. Johns County or something like that. <laughs> um, but coming into this next season, like I said, uh, a lot of new changes, new coach. You, what are your feelings on Urban Meyer? And have you had a chance to chat with him and talk to him about anything upcoming? Um, yeah, I chatted with him about like two weeks ago for the first time, and then I met with him when I got back in uh, Jacksonville. And I mean, yeah, he seems like a pretty good coach, and I just can't wait to uh, get to, get to work with him. And I worked with uh, strength coach a couple of times, so yeah, I feel like I feel pretty good about him. I just know I want to get that playbook pretty fast, so I can get to work on it and know what I'm doing coming in. And I mean, that's just the biggest thing for me, and just get to work with my teammates as well. So I just can't wait to see the new level of work everyone comes in with. Now I have one question, sort of a fan question that that I've gotten from some fans around the city is that. You're a humble guy. You're definitely a, you know, let your play do the talking, leave it all on the field. But some of the fans are wondering, will we see any James Robinson touchdown celebrations? Because you scored a lot of touchdowns, and it was not a lot of fanfare, not a lot of swag. And I've got a lot of people asking me, when is the James Robinson touchdown dance coming? And do you have any? It's a good question. Uh, no, I do not have any. But um, LaVisca and DJ uh, and Keenan, they're, they're the guys that do all the dancing. They try to get me to do something, but I mean, I mean, we never know. I mean, hopefully, they come up with something that we can all do, and I'll probably do it. So that's fantastic. Well, we appreciate you giving us a little bit of time. We won't hold you up, and uh, looking forward to many more years of success here. I am officially passing the torch from Marcel Robinson to James Robinson. This is now your neighborhood, sir. We appreciate you chatting with us for a little bit. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Thank you. That is Marcel Robinson and James Robinson, Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood Times 2 squared, I guess you would say. Uh, we have more prop bets on the way, predictions for Super Bowl 55, and well, some news on Trevor Lawrence when it comes to an injury that he has and what he's going to do instead of a pro day. Keep in mind, there's no NFL combine this year. I don't think it's crazy news but it's still news an injury that uh, will take some time to repair will even be ready for the season opener and camp the latest from the trevor lawrence camp when we come back action sports shacks on espn 690 brent Martino. but we could really take this show off the rails if we wanted to go all like half politics half sports Austin Lane. I mean, have you been on Twitter lately? Do you, do you want $100,000, extra $100,000? Do you want a scholarship? Let's go. Politics. <laughs> we get back here. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. You know, Miles Jack and Josh Allen, I mean, those are two of my best friends and guys I have a lot of respect for. And so I can't wait to see them have some success and go out there and, and create a, uh, you know, create a, a standard of excellence, you know, in, in Jacksonville that, you know, I, I tried to get going when I was there during my time. And so, um, uh, you know, it's exciting. You know, Coach Urban Meyer is one of the most respected coaches in the game. You know, uh, he he, he uh, had a lot of success in the college level, and I'm eager to see what he does on the pro level now. You know, and, and Trevor Lawrence. You know, watching him. You know, you know, I enjoy watching him. I mean, he can he can make every throw. He just has this, uh, you know, uh, you know, just a, a very special arm, and he makes plays in the big moments. Uh, but you know, I, for me, man, he's still going to be a rookie, and I got to see him. You know, I got to see him develop. You know, because to me. You know, you can hype, you hype anybody up, you know, but when you got to get on that field and play on Sundays and lead a team, you know, you got to earn that respect. That is 
Calais Campbell, the mayor of Saxonville at one time, now Baltimore Raven, uh, in an interview this week talking about his uh, not only time in Jacksonville, but all the changes in Jacksonville and uh, what could soon happen uh, for the Jacksonville Jaguars, obviously still very close. And, you, you know, it's it's real – it's kind of cool to – to see Calais because you know he wants the team to do well, the franchise to do well, the, the fans. He wants them for for everybody. It's not really the same for everybody else who left Jacksonville. No, no, <laughs> you know, you don't get personal, that sense at you're least, just right? different towards it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, but you know, you know, you're never going to get Jalen Ramsey. I don't think rooting for the Jags. I, I don't think not. you're going to get that coming. I don't even think Yannick Ngakwe will get. And again, that's nothing to do with the fans or yeah. anybody else. But I, I just don't think you're going to get that kind of look at it. Did you see what I tw- uh, texted you guys about Jalen Ramsey? You oh, yeah, I, I, I didn't. I was driving, okay. and I didn't see it, but I do have to Whatever. look at that. I'll play that when we come in next. All right, cool. Uh, by the way, that interview with uh, Jake Osman um, from Sports Map Radio uh, this week with Calais Campbell. All right, well, how about this? Trevor Lawrence, surgery needed. Yeah. On well, can, a newly discovered labrum injury. Can you read the exact tweet, please? So I we will. Don't, okay. Uh, in uh, non-throwing shoulder. Yes. And there's a lot to digest here off a little tweet. But uh, Adam Schefter and others in the last half hour reporting. Where is the tweet? Where did it go? Um, <laughs> how long ago was this? There we go. Uh, projected number one overall pick Trevor Lawrence will throw for NFL teams on February 12th instead of participating in Clemson's Pro Day next month, per his representation. After that, Lawrence will undergo left labrum shoulder repair. Doctors confident he will be recovered for camp. Mm-hmm. So, uh, interesting enough, it just in case you didn't know, right, the combine isn't existing this year, which means there's more emphasis on Pro Days. That's where a lot of the stuff, if you will, will take place. I think a lot of teams will be more interested in Pro Days. Yeah. I don't know how interested we're in Trevor Lawrence's pro days and even if there was a combine and everything else, right, here in Jacksonville. I think it's just a foregone conclusion. Uh, first of all, just the alarming nature of, uh-oh, does it do anything to say, like, oh, my, wait a minute now. I mean, nobody's that short-sighted, right? We all love Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. We think Trevor Lawrence's camp is guy. We've been talking about it for a, a month now. Yeah. A, a labrum surgery that he, he's going to likely still be ready for camp and his non-throwing shoulder isn't stopping that train. Please tell me it's not stopping that train. No, it's not stopping the train. I mean, you're you're talking to somebody who actually had the labrum surgery. Yeah. I had to get six anchors um, repaired in my shoulder, my shoulder because every time I made a tackle, it would pop out. So uh, I, I took on the services of Dr. James Andrews, who is the man when it comes to shoulder surgeries, I'm sure. Shoulder as well, huh? Oh, yeah. he's really ACL guy. I well, mean, that's he's, he's, he's a big shoulder guy, too. Don't get Hey, Brent, you're disrespecting Dr. James Andrews, And he's also, man. I think, a good Tommy John. Maybe. I think so. Okay. Listen, the guy can do it all. Guy's got an entourage, yeah. right, for a reason. Guy's got a private jet for a reason. So with that being said, I'm sure Trevor Lawrence will take, uh, will take on Dr. Andrews' services. How worried should you be? It's not the easiest of recoveries. I mean, you're going to have that shoulder immobilized for about a month or a couple months, okay? So in terms of throwing the football, like, that's going to be – Lacking. Now, keep in mind, it is his non-throwing shoulder, so I'm not freaking out too much about it. But here's where I go right away. Why now? Because, and to to quote Adam Schefter here, he said, newly discovered. Yeah, one of the, I think it was more Rappaport that said newly discovered. Yeah, now listen, everyone's got like, I mean, a lot of people have like torn shoulder labrums that they'll never know about. You know, it's just sore, right? Yeah, so when he got his body checked out, potentially, there's potential. 
So here's what I'm leaning towards. If he, I don't think he knew about it. So here's what I'm trying to say. If he has to get surgery on it, that means it's pretty serious, right? Because once again, it's your non-throwing shoulder. So if you played through college and it didn't bother you and it's newly discovered, what were you doing where you tore your labor in the first place? And you said, and I said that I was like, well, did he play through that? And he was just tough enough to do it. Or you said, ah, probably not. Maybe it's weightlifting or something like that. Yeah, Could yeah. it have been a drill? Could it have been something like that? Well, here's the other thing. He obviously wants to be fully healthy going into his NFL career, but he's actually going to still throw on February 12th before he gets the surgery. So Correct. He, labrum is very painful, right? Or can be. Can it can be. be. It can be. So if yeah. it can be very, it's it. it you almost can play through some of that with a pain tolerance Yeah, is what I'm getting at. Correct. Well, one, it either proves he's really tough, or two, it's such a slight whatever that he's still able to comfortably go through in front of scouts mm-hmm. throwing. No, without a doubt. Because if but, you're but, Terrell Lawrence, you don't need to do any of this. You just no. say, watch my tape. No, but this is what I'm trying to say, though. I mean, if it's really not that big of a deal, because like I said, people go through life not even knowing they have a torn labrum. Yeah. So if that's the case with Trevor Lawrence, then why not wait till after the season to get it? Like, why play? Why why not like prep uh, as hard as you can for your rookie year, make sure that you're ready to roll, and then get it after the season? Yeah, because I think I would want to be 100% before going to the NFL, and you've got the same type of window. You know what I mean? Uh, You have the same type of window now. Well, yeah. That well, you can, you can, I mean, what are you going to miss? Right now, we don't even know if there will be off-season stuff. So right sure. now, you're not missing a combine. You're going to go do your pro day, essentially, by throwing. Yeah. Uh, you can do all the interviews and all that stuff. You would you would get drafted in April. You would have a mini camp and the OTAs. If there is that, there's a there's a push by the players to not do that again this year. Yeah. And in reality, even if you had to mentally do reps and, and things like that in OTAs, that's not going to set you back a, a bunch. If you can be ready by camp, then really, what is he missing? But here's the thing, though. If he can be ready by camp, you're not sure if he's going to be ready by camp yeah, or not. Yeah, now the right? expectation, according to the folks, doctors are confident that he'll be recovered by camp. So this is what I'm trying to say. This had to happen, in my opinion, recently. I think so, too. Because yeah. if he played with this his entire career for like the past year, I feel like he would have had it either sooner or he would have waited till after the season, like his rookie season. Because keep in mind, like, yeah. In my opinion, he's the bona fide number one pick, and a lot of people would agree with me here. But I'm not sure where your mentality goes when you when it's you know you you do your pro day that's fine you get drafted number one, but now you're out a couple months you can't throw a football and now you're expected to come in right away and be the savior. Yeah. Like if it was me and it wasn't that serious, I would probably wait till after my first year to get the, to the labrum surgery. Yeah. Uh, well, there's but, obviously a time frame here, and, and so I go to the um, the web. Because I have diagnosed myself before. Good. Uh, with um, what's that thing you got to get taken out? Appendix. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Diagnosed myself. Sure. Yep. Yeah. I uh, was down at Daytona. Yep. Had some sincere, severe pains. Yeah, 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 yeah. Came home, had to look it up on like WebMD or something. Yep. And what do you know? Went to the emergency room. Never came out mm-hmm. until after the appendix was removed. <laughs> so I mean, I kind of feel like I'm a doctor of sorts. Based on that, what are you trying to look up right now? So I looked up uh, recovery time, labrum surgery, and they go zero to four weeks. Expect to wear a sling for four to six weeks. Sling should be worn at all times, including while you sleep, unless otherwise directed by your doctor. Sling may be removed for bathing. So there you go, Trevor. You may also take your sling off for brief periods throughout the day to let your arm hang at your side and relax. The phase of rehab is passive range of motion only. You'll be able to do some stretches and isometric exercises when you contract the muscles in your shoulder. Mm-hmm. 
uh, four to six weeks. This is the active assisted range of motion phase. This is where your shoulder does some of the work to move with assistance from your other arm, either directly or utilizing some object like a cane or pole. You should still not lift your arm by itself or lift any object heavier than a coffee cup Mm -hmm. in four to six weeks. Now, at six weeks, this is when you begin performing active range of motion. Healing has progressed enough that you can safely reach away from your body with your arm. You should still not be lifting any heavy weight. Light resistance will be added as appropriate. Why don't you just ask me how long it's going to be out for? 12 plus weeks. Three to six months. At this point, strength and stability training progresses more aggressively. Sport-specific exercises and training will begin if return to sport is one of your goals. So that's three months. He'll be out three to six months. And so that would take us to March, April, May, June, July. August would be six. I would err on the side of probably four months, four and a half. But I'm sure they'll bring him along slowly. From the date of your surgery until full recovery will be four plus months, depending on your prior level of function and personal goals. For optimal recovery, plan to be in therapy for three to four months. Mm-hmm. So but he's going to have it at February. Keep in mind who you're dealing with here. We're talking about like, well, Trevor Lawrence. Correct. This guy might be ready in like a week. That would be nice. That would be nice. Um, so anyway, that's the nature of the injury. That's That's kind of what... Uh, the reports are uh, he'll throw on February 12th, which I think is a good sign to show that it's not anything like wildly crazy. But like you said, and you've had this done before, mm-hmm. it's a significant surgery, luckily to his non-throwing shoulder, which also is a big thing here. <laughs> non-throwing shoulder. That's that's the key uh, that word. That is a huge thing. You can't stress that enough. And um, and now he should be ready to go. And again, I think there's something to the, listen. This is a 12 year investment the Jags are making. Yeah. The first couple of months in the long run don't matter. Yeah. They do, I know. I'm not saying they don't at all, but they don't <laughs> in the long run. We're talking yeah. about an 8 to 10 to 12 to 15 year career guy yeah. is what they say this guy is. So uh, <laughs> I, I think it's wild news. It's very interesting. And to me, it's also interesting. I just don't think he has to do anything to be the number one guy. So I don't know what he's why he's throwing. I really don't even know why he would throw. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's something about that that maybe the toughness, maybe the, hey, we at least want to try to do something before we have the surgery. Because Joe Theismann thinks that Zach Wilson is going to be a better quarterback, <laughs> maybe. Kuz, you've seen Avengers, right? All of them? Uh, y- yes. How disappointed am I going to be and our Jaguars fans going to be? And I, I shouldn't even bring this up, but let's have some fun. What happens when Trevor Lawrence gets his shoulder surgery and we see him like three months later at OTAs or whatever or training camp and he looks like Fat Thor? Uh, I mean, panic button then? I think panic button panic happens button then. then, yeah. He's got a big old beer belly and stuff. That'd be a bummer. I'm not going to put that in the airwaves, sorry. Coos, hit the dump button. We're, we're past it. We only have four seconds. Brent, you big fat Thor guy? No, never heard of him, never seen him. I've just seen Trevor Lawrence. you got to watch Avengers, man. They tell me I should. You're doing yourself a disservice. We'll be back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Predictions for Super Bowl 55. Don't worry, folks. Trevor will be fine. I think just going into uh, going into a bye week before the actual game, uh, Coach Reed does a great job of just challenging us to just make sure that we we don't miss a day, we don't miss a snap, we don't miss a rep. And um, and sure enough, I think uh, we're as ready as as we've ever been this week. Travis Kelsey, yeah. Gosh, I'm so good at this game. I wish I was better at my picks. It's time to get to those. 
Brent Barton, Austin Lane, Coos here on a Friday. I hope everybody's doing well. Super Bowl 55, it will be on CBS 47 on Sunday night. We will have our making of a program special tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, CBS 47 and Fox 30. The Urban Meyer story from my trip, a little bit more on Trevor Lawrence with an update now about this surgery and kind of his throwing day, if not a pro day, coming up next week, a week from today. We'll have that for you and uh, certainly a preview of the big game. You understand this Trevor Lawrence stuff with his shoulder. Oh, here we go. Keep in mind, non-throwing shoulder. I'm soft. You're about to blame me for going to Cartersville. This is your fault because let's go back in time real quick. So soft. This is, this is, let's go back in time real quick though, for real. What happened last year when you went to go see Garner Minshew in his hometown? How, how did that season turn out for him? Did he hurt his hand or did he, did he not hurt his hand? Well, that was mid-season. Did he hurt his hand or did he not hurt his hand? He eventually hurt his hand. Did he? Okay. And now we but got now, Trevor Long. But now he's got a mullet and his hand's healed. Yeah, but how did the season work we out for him? You can say he's doing well. How, do, how did the season work out for Gardner Minshew? I mean, we're trying to tank. How's the season working for Trevor, for Trevor Lawrence right now? And he has, he's not in the Jaguars yet, and he's got torn labrums, Brent. I don't want this on me. It's on you. It's not on me. certainly not my fault. He's trying to tell a story around Certainly here. not my fault. Well, you know, you can tell him how he's getting shoulder surgery. You know what? Hope we you're have, happy. We have Brandon Ponsel on all the time from jackscoastalhomes.com, and he's selling homes like hotcakes. You better believe it. So how about that? Not impacted Brandon <laughs> Ponsel. Where to, where to direct the blame? We need more homes. People need to sell. There's nothing, no inventory in this town. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it really. It, how bad is it in that sense? Like, yeah, I mean, I've, I've I've never seen anything like it. Really, uh, everything that's coming on the market is selling like literally same day. Multiple offers. The pent up demand to buy is is something I've never seen before. So if you're if you're looking to buy, you know, make sure you've got a good realtor helping you navigate the waters. Uh, and structuring your offers in a manner that they'll get accepted because you're going to be competing with other buyers. Well, let me ask you this, though. Are, are people now – you're obviously going to get what you're asking or if it's market value, but can you significantly, like if you're selling your home right now, get 5 to 10% maybe even over market value? I mean, is there a number out there that you could put on that? I mean, you know, what 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 we consider market value is, you know, I guess the simple way to answer your question is yes. Yeah, <laughs> people well, are overbidding. People are overbidding to get into the market, but this market is so strong and Jacksonville has so much going for it that what you consider over market ask today, uh, in two or three years, you'll still be very happy with your purchase, in my opinion. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. That's what well, because market is whatever somebody wants to pay. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, mean, I know that's and, where you were going. And, and, and once a home sells, it re- reassesses the comps for the neighborhood. So the next house that goes on the market in March, April, will have that comp to work off, and that's how you know the real estate market trickles up is comparative sales. Yeah. So, okay. Um, Keep that in mind now. Uh, obviously, not a lot of inventory out there. And uh, we have, I just heard a story the other day. Somebody went over to look at a house uh, in Jacksonville and just a uh, very modest price range. Mm-hmm. And by the time they got there to see it, it already had multiple offers on it <laughs> by the time they got there to see it. And oh, it was no. the same day. Yeah. The same day. I mean, you got to be on your toes right now, Brandon Ponsel. I give you, you a call. To. I want to go see a house. I want to go right now. That's That's what we're doing. I had a, a client ask about a property just listed in Atlantic Beach today, and I asked him if he could make it today because I didn't know if the sellers would wait. I did call and confirm that they are going to let it run through the weekend, so we're showing it tomorrow, 
and uh, we'll have that offer ready and do everything we can to structure it to get it accepted for my client. Well, if you want to put your house on the market, if you're looking for a house, give Brandon Ponsel a call, jackscoastalhomes.com, the place to go for all your real estate needs. And by the way, if you need a little tip on who to pick, you might want to go ask Brandon Ponsel as well because his picks, he's killing us, Austin Lane. Do we have a record or not? It's not even close. It's not even worse. I I felt like I was putting up a fight. Here, I didn't do last week's, I think, or two weeks ago now, but he was 13 games ahead of you. Wow. 13 games. I mean, props to him. I know. He's, he's killing it. Uh, he's having a heck of a year, and it's only February. Uh, <laughs> Chiefs and Bucks. The, the line is now three. The Chiefs are favored by three in Tampa on the road in Super Bowl 55. Where are you going with this one Sunday night? We go back to uh, my very first call with you gentlemen. Have Kuz rerun the tape. Bucks are my Super Bowl pick, so I'm not going to stray from that. I actually uh, I really like the Bucks. I think their pass rush is going to be all over Mahomes with those left and right tackles out. Uh, I think I think the Bucks win this one actually easy. Wow! Whoa! Did you say easy? Yes. Wow. More than ten points. Whoa! Whoa! And that's I'm a Brandon stunned. Ponsel degenerate special for all you folks out there. Put that plus ten <laughs> down. I don't know what the odds they are on that one. I like they that. Those, they have those props. You probably get about plus. 300 plus 400 on the box. I would uh, imagine. I would imagine. Like maybe that. even more. Maybe even maybe more. Can make a note uh, of that real quick. By the way, over under is 56. What do you like? Uh, I'm going to go with the under. I think. I think the Bucks pound the rock with Fournette and Ronald Jones. And I, like I said, I think they're going to put a lot of pressure on Mahomes. And it could be a wet day. I, I just see it being a, just an ugly day for the Chiefs. Uh, someone's been listening to the show. They're going to pound the rock, though, Brent. <laughs> someone's been listening. What do you have, Austin? What do you got? You know how I feel about it, Brent, because remember when we did our predictions, I picked the Chiefs to win the whole thing. So go ahead and give me Kansas City, and just to have some fun, let's take the over, because I want to see an entertaining game. KC and over for you. What were your, Gosh. Super, what, what were your Super Bowl picks? Uh, the Saints and Colts. There it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Can't, you can't win them all, man. I can't. You can't win. Well, that means I also don't have to try to prove myself right, and I can actually just pick the game the way I see it. Hey, 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 well, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give you that one. Um, I I think I talked myself into this yesterday when we were breaking down the game. Yeah. I think the Bucks are the better team. Sure. I think they have a better team. And I said this back in December, and I was right about this part. Yeah. They had not hit stride yet Yeah. and hit a good sweet spot. And they've been in that sweet spot now on both uh, sides of the football. I'm going to take the Bucks, but I am going to take over. I, I, I just don't trust the under. And, and let's be honest here. Since we have Brand on the phone right now, we have to run some things by him real quick. I mean, obviously, this is the first year that we've done this kind of this whole bet thing here. But let's be honest, Brent. It's been a pandemic year, and everything's been what? It's been different. Different. So, I mean, I think, and I think we all agreed to this before we even started, where the the bets up until now, those are the preseason bets, right? Like, those didn't really count for anything. <laughs> yeah, they didn't count. And this one's for all the marbles. This bet right <laughs> here for the Super Bowl, it's for all the marbles, Brent. Put... Put records aside, right? We're all in the championship right now. Whoever wins this one wins the whole thing. Brent, can we do that? No, this <laughs> oh. is not a double or nothing. Uh, not a double or nothing at all. Uh, all right, a uh, couple of prop bets real quick before we go. What will be mentioned first, Brandon? Tom Brady's 10th Super Bowl or his age of 43? His 10th Super Bowl. Austin? Oh, man. Uh, 10th Super Bowl. I like 43. Uh Okay. Let's see. I'm just flipping around here. Okay, guys. There's so many of them. What coach will be shown first after kickoff? We're going to have to rewind the tape. This is even money, Brandon. 
I'm going to go Andy Reid, the bigger name, so I'll go Andy Reid. Throughout Tampa Bay, give me Bruce Arians. Oh, I like it. Uh, but I, I will take Reed, too, because they're either doing well or not, and so they're talking about the Chiefs right. since they're the favorite. That's the reason I'm going to go for that. Uh, let's get one more in here. I don't like that one. Um, hold on. Hold on now. Oh, my gosh, Coos. There are some weird ones here. Yeah, they got a lot of weird ones on that. Uh, here's a good one. You gonna look this one up? I don't, will an M- I'll tell you in a second. <laughs> you go. Will an Eminem spokes candy be wearing a mask? I love the fact they're called spokes candy. <laughs> like in a commercial. Obviously. In a commercial, will M&Ms have a mask wearing Eminem? Oh man. I say I say absolutely. You think they're? You think they're progress? I'm just saying no. What are the odds of that? Do we know if M&Ms can get COVID? I don't know, but there's a message to be had here. I don't know. I don't know. Like, is Eminem is on the on the on the conservative side of the table, or are they on the liberal side of the table? I'm not know, sure. This probably goes back to that in some capacity, right? Sure, it does. I'm gonna say yes, though. All right, Brandon Ponzo, JacksCoastalHomes.com. Uh, look him up for all your real estate needs, and uh, while you got him on the line, just ask him who you thinks will win Super Bowl 55. He'll probably get it right. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, wait, we'll we'll, right, we'll put a bow on everything some uh, next week sometime. All right, good deal. All right, enjoy the game. You Bye-bye. too. That is Brandon Fonzo. He's been awesome at the picks. He's got Put good. A he does his one. The guy already won like three weeks ago. I know. Give him his trophy and we'll call it a day. I hate losing. Yeah. But he does it. He's got good logic. Yeah. You know, no, like he's, he's, he can explain. he's not just flipping a coin. Guy does his research. He'll be in Vegas. Does his due diligence. Because he was in Vegas at one time. Who won between me and you? <clears throat> I was down six to you. I, okay. Mmm. Mmm. I feel like you might have gave yourself a couple, but okay. Because <laughs> you were down by, like, by I feel like, 10 for a while. I might have been. Yeah. All right, right, we we that run. was a nice try. Hey, 5 o'clock, football at 5 on the way. More about the Super Bowl uh, and a local, a little bit of a local flavor right. with the Super Bowl. Um, will we see them on Sunday? We'll talk about it. On the way, on ESPN 690. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.